this is Sherry. Um, taking a break from writing my book, which really is a lot more copying and pasting. So, uh, yeah. I decided to start a study of the Bible. The first topic that I feel like I want to get into is balancing faith in words and works. Because faith is very, very important. If you don't have faith, then, uh, you know, things are not going to go the way you want. And uh, even if they don't go the way you want, um, if you have faith, and you believe, then it's not so bad. Because when you're failing without faith, it's a lot harder. So, let's jump right on in. First, I'll do a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this podcast that I am doing right now. And thank you for the inspiration. And also... Uh, bless this podcast to find many, many years. Thank you very much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, let's start. Okay, the keys that keep on freeing. Is there anything that holds more mystery or more genuine practicality than a key? The mystery, what does it fit? What can it turn on? What might it open? What new discovery could be made? The practicality, something will most certainly open to the possessor. Something will absolutely be found to unlock and allow a possibility otherwise obstructed. Keys describe the instruments we use to access or ignite. Keys describe the concept that unleash mind-boggling possibilities. Keys describe the different structures of musical notes which allow variation and range. I, uh, I'm going to stop here and I'm going to say if I stumble upon if I stumble on words or I pause for a second uh, that's just uh, me. So, Alright, moving on. Jesus spoke of keys. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. While there is no conclusive list of exactly what keys Jesus was referring to, it is clear that he did confer upon his church, upon all who believe, 
the access to a realm of spiritual partnership with him in the dominion of his kingdom. Faithful students of the word of God moving it moving in the practical practical grace and biblical wisdom of Holy Spirit filled living and ministry have noted some of the primary themes which undergird this order of spiritual partnership Christ offers the keys are concepts biblical themes that are traceable through the scriptures and very verifiably dynamic when applied with soundly based faith upon the lordship of Jesus Christ the partnership is the essential feature of this release of divine grace excuse me this uh, this one is going to be a, a tad long so bear with me one believers reaching to receive Christ's promise of kingdom keys while choosing to believe in the Holy Spirit's readiness to actuate their unleashing unlimited power today companioned with the Bible book studies in the spirit filled life study guide series the kingdom dynamic studies present a dozen different themes this study series is an outgrowth of the kingdom dynamics themes included throughout the spirit-built life Bible which provide a treasury of insight developed by some of today's most respected Christian leaders from that beginning, studious writers have evolved the elaborate studies you'll pursue here. The central goal of the subjects focused on in this present series of study guides is to relate PowerPoints of the Holy Spirit-filled life. Assisting you in your discoveries are a number of helpful features. Each study guide has 12 to 14 lessons, each arranged so you can plumb the depths or skin the study guides contain major lesson features, each marked by a symbol and heading for easy identification. Word Wealth the word wealth feature provides important definitions of key terms. Behind the scenes? Behind the scenes supplies information about cultural beliefs and practices, doctrinal disputes, business trades, and the like that illuminate Bible passages and teachings. At a glance, the at a glance feature uses maps charts to identify places and simplify themes or positions. Kingdom Extra Because this study guide focuses on a theme of the Bible, you will find a Kingdom Extra feature that guides you into Bible dictionaries. 
Bible encyclopedias, and other resources that will enable you to glean more from the Bible's wealth on the topic if you want something extra, which I'll be doing that. Another feature, Probing the Depths, will explain controversial issues raised by particular lessons and cite Bible passages and other sources, sources to which you can turn to help you come to your own conclusions. Faith Alive. Finally, each lesson contains a Faith Alive feature. Here, the focus is, so what? Given what the Bible says, what does it mean for my life? How can it impact my day-to-day needs, hurts, relationships, concerns, and whatever else is important to me? Faith Alive will help you see and apply the practical relevance of God's literary gift. As you'll see, these guides supply space for you to answer the study and life application questions and exercises. You may, however, want to record all your answers or just the overflow from your study or application in a separate notebook or just journal. This would be especially helpful if you think you'll dig into the Kingdom Extra features because the exercises in this feature are optional and can be expanded as far as you want to take them. We have not allowed writing space for them in this study guys. So you may want to have a notebook or journal handy for recording your discoveries. While working through to this feature's riches. The Bible study method used in this series revolves around four basic steps. Observation, interpretation, correlation, and application. Observation answers the question, what does the text say? Interpretation deals with what does the text mean? Not with what it means to you or me, but what it meant to its original readers. Correlation asks, what light do other scripture passages shed on this text? And application. The goal of Bible study possesses the question, how should my life change in response to the Holy Spirit's teaching of this text? If you have used a Bible much before, you know that it comes in a variety of translations and paraphrases. Although you can use any of them with profit as you work through the Spirit-Filled Life Kingdom Dynamic Study Guide series. When the new King James Version of the Bible Oh wait. When Bible passages or words are cited, you will find they are from the New King James Version of the Bible. You, using this translation 
with this series will make you study easier, but it's certainly not necessary. The only resources you need to complete to complete and ap apply these study guides are a heart, a mind open to the Holy Spirit, and a prayerful attitude, and a pencil and a Bible, of course. You may draw upon other sources, such as commentaries, dictionaries, encyclopedias, atlases, and concordances. And you'll even find some optional exercises that will guide you into these guides. Are comprehensive enough to give you all you need to gain a good basic understanding of the Bible book meaning of being covered and how you can apply its themes and counsel to your life which is very important a word of warning though by itself Bible study will not transform your life it will not give you power, peace, joy, comfort, hope, and a number of other gifts. God longs for you to unwrap and enjoy. Through Bible study, you will grow in your understanding of the Lord, His kingdom, and your place in it. And uh, those things are essential, but you need more. You need to rely on the Holy Spirit to guide you to guide your study and your application of the Bible's truth he Jesus promised was sent to teach us all things John 14 26 CF 1 Corinthians 2 13 so as you use this series to guide you through scripture, bathe your study time in prayer, asking the Spirit of God to illuminate the text, enlighten your mind, humble your will, and comfort your heart. He will never let you down. My prayer and goal for you is that as you unlock and begin to explore God's book for living, his way, the Holy Spirit will fill every fiber of your being with joy and power. God longs to give all his children. So read on, be diligent, stay open, and submissive to him. You will not be disappointed. He promises you. And I will stop here and do a quick prayer. The the things here is very very I feel is very important please Lord illuminate the, te the text in the Bible and lighten my mind humble my will and comfort my heart and allow this study to help people who need it. Thank you.
Okay, so let us dig in to the introduction. A balanced view. Alright, so now for the introduction, a balanced view. Every believer knows what it means to tr struggle with faith. Am I trusting God enough? Would she have been healed if only I had trusted God more? Did I fail to get that promotion because I lacked faith? If I am really trusting God, why am I still having these unforgiving thoughts? If my faith is strong, why are my children having so many problems? If I moved with faith, wouldn't the people to whom I witness always accept Christ as their Savior? Perhaps the Apostle Paul was referring to this conflict when he used the phrase, The Good Fight of Faith. 1 Timothy 6.12 For him, faith struggle was not merely in matters of ministry, though the pioneering of churches throughout Asia must have involved many conflicts in faith. Paul's good fight was referring to the whole of his relationship with the Lord Jesus. Writing at the end of his life and from a jail cell, aware that he could be summoned at any moment to his execution, Paul admits that faith has been a fight, albeit a good one. It may be gig a gigantic step for you even to come to the place of accepting that there is such a thing as a good fight that this present culture doesn't believe in fighting for too many things but if there ever was something worth fighting for faith is it why is faith worth fighting for why is the fight for faith a good fight because anything done without faith cannot please god hebrews 11 6 Grace can be accessed only by faith. Ephesians 2, 8 Every person has the capacity for faith. Romans 12, 3 Faith is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 7-11 Nothing is impossible when you have faith, even though it may be as small as a mustard seed. Matthew 17, 14 through 21. The fight of faith is a good fight. The Bible is clear in its teaching concerning the power of faith. 
However, many believers are confused concerning matters of faith. This confusion exists in part because of the variety of high-profile faith ministries. Some minister effectively, while others appear to use faith in such a way that makes man the master of his own destiny, rather than God the sovereign Lord. But even if there were no provocative teachers and teachings, there would still be a struggle in the area of faith. Why? Because at the risk of oversimplification, faith has an enemy. Actually, your faith has two enemies. One of them is you, the other is Satan. Satan has many devices he employs in his attack on your life. But it may surprise you to discover that the focus of his attack is directly directed almost exclusively towards your faith. He well knows if he can make your faith ineffective, you will be ineffective. He wants to overthrow your faith. Read 2 Timothy 2.18 Not all of your struggle with faith will be caused by Satan. Some of it will be caused by your own natural man. See 1 1 Corinthians 2.14 Faith involves hearing, making choices, repenting, and learning. Of all these are challenging without the devil's interference. Since the devil knows just how difficult this good fight of faith can be. He seeks to influence you by his lies. He, we can be deceived, and because Satan is cunning, our intake of God's word becomes crucial in cultivating, growing, and evaluating our faith. It is through his word that faith is made alive. Romans 10, 17. And it is with his word that we fight against the enemy. Ephesians 6, 17. During this study in God's word, you will consider many important faith questions. Can I ask God for anything? And as long as I have the right faith, get what I ask for? If I believe, can I have assurance that my children will be saved? Does faith guarantee that I will never have to deal with sickness or pain? Is there ever a time when my lack of faith might make God angry? If I make him mad, am I still saved? Coming to the full assurance of faith is worth fighting. The good fight of faith. Let's find faith's way according to God's word.